All is fair in love war and challenges. I have, this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Welcome to another edition of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik, and I'm here with Becky at Giftmaster Bex, Tyler Lauder at Daily Jordan, and Antonio, a.k.a. The Bananas Defender. What's really good, guys? This episode <laughs> was fucking crazy. Bananas. Antonio. No. How do you feel that your daddy gone? <laughs> he gone. Uh, oh. <laughs> All right, we literally just discussed this like an hour ago. I mean, I don't totally take this show podcast. as seriously. All right, I don't take this show as seriously as a lot of people do. Like, na, I don't na, na, like. Na, 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 na. Uh, hey, 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 goodbye. <laughs> 30, 30 seconds in. <laughs> All seriousness, listen, it's okay to be hurt. Your fave went home. It's, it's, it's okay to feel these feelings that you're feeling. The person who you was rooting for, that you care about, who you wanted to see win, made an early exit. Again, it sucks, and it's okay to be hurt by it. I just want to let you know that it's okay to have those feelings. <laughs> We're here I, for I, you. Insert eye roll here. No, I'm, de- I'm dead ass. There's a positive here. He made it farther than he did last season. Mm. Fuck you. Mm. <laughs> Facts. Facts. We are going to jump right into this shit. Let me ask you a question. Did throwing the challenge seal his fate? Yes. No. No. I think he was gone regardless, no matter what happened. Really? Um, you, I mean, if yeah. he never thrown his challenge, and he never went after Kara, don't you think he would have stuck around a little bit longer? Because it all starts with the move against Wes. I think that really drew the line in the sand, not them really throwing challenges. He I think, co-signed it. But once the whole Wes situation went down, that's when Team USA really took their big downfall. That's when they were like, you know what? It's not a team game anymore. It's more an individual game. So I think Banana's like, you know what? I can't have the same mistake twice. So he was given an opportunity to, well, not really him, actually. He really didn't do much in the West leaving. He just, you know, was like, if he, he's going, let him go. He's the puppet master. He's the puppet master behind all this. Yeah, he had, to, he had to do what he had to do. And like him sending West home, you can't really say that was a wrong move. So that. him standing around in a room saying, we're not actually a team. Over and over and over again, mm. saying there's a divide, there's a line. Because there is, though. Bananas going home was the best thing for Team UK. He did nothing but sow division, make moves against his own team. He had to go. All reality, he was a locker room cancer. He is the challenge version of Antonio Brown. But no, but you know who started the division, though? Bananas didn't start the division. Bananas didn't start the division. If you look back closely, West started it. I never said he started. I said he sowed division. No, I'm just saying. The reason why this whole season went how it is is because let's say if West doesn't make it known that he's having alliances with pretty much three-fourths of this cast right now, Team US has a whole different strategy going into this game. Maybe they do are, maybe they are united. Maybe they're not, but there's a better chance of that happening if 
So if Wes's game didn't blow up that early. Let me let me also say something really quick. Let, let, let Tyler jump in real quick. He's, he's dying. Sorry, I'm jumping right now and everything. Here, here's the thing. And every season Bananas and Wes are on, we see this happen. Somebody shoots their shot first. Somebody always goes first. And it almost rotates, you know? Last season, it was Wes. If you go back to Rivals 3, it was Bananas. You know, if you go back to Battle of the Exes 2, it was Wes. They just keep rotating. And they go, all right, next time I'm going to get you. And this just happens. Now, I don't think you can say if Wes didn't have these alliances and everything. Wes appears to be one of the most likable guys on the show. Even though people say he's a snake or a weasel or whatever, he's, he's sneaky. Everybody seems to like Wes outside of the show. Everybody. So he always comes in with these alliances because he builds these relationships. Um, I think everybody has relationships, and it's hard to fault somebody for that. But I'm going to do something I wouldn't normally do. I'm going to defend Bananas here. I like to say that, that I stand the challenge as a whole. So looking at it from a non-biased standard and everything, Bananas did the right thing. He got out West first before West could get him. You know, he's trying to get rid of people that are not with him in an alliance. It didn't work out in the end, but he was doing what he needed to do for his individual game. Exactly. Now, here's the thing that I wanted to say. Basically, they opened the floodgates. By them voting in their own people or throwing challenges or doing this this way, they opened it up for everybody to do the same. So for you to defend the whole situation with what happened with Wes and how he just legitimately threw the challenge, not just through the challenge, but very badly through the challenge because it was so super obvious. You know, you look at it and you go, they brought it on themselves. They opened the doors and said, it's okay to be a Benedict Arnold because I did it first. Every, there's always a first for everything, though. No matter what season it is, there's always that one person that makes the move first. And whoever does it, that obviously puts the target on their back. But don't this throw a challenge. Don't throw a challenge. You're giving everybody well, you, an excuse. If you think about it, though, if you think about it, if Laura wins that challenge, if Laura wins elimination, this whole season is different. If Kyle is in that, tri- in that tribunal, this whole season is different. We don't see, if Kyle's in the tribunal, we don't see Laurel in the elimination. We see Carmaria versus Ninja. If Laurel wins, Team US has the numbers now. The Johnny doesn't go home. They're basically riding their way to the final. It's, a, like I said last week, it's a high risk, high reward move. And to do it that early, I respect it. All right. Let's go ahead and jump it back to the beginning of this episode. Both Team US and Team UK are unraveling at light speed. And it seems like they're in competition with each other. We open up on everybody. Uh, specifically uh, Bananas trying to court Josh and Zach and Pauly also trying to do the same. And they have a big blowout when they have the team meeting. Everybody wants to control Josh because Josh and Zach are the two biggest swing votes that they got going on. In this exchange, Pauly, it seems like Pauly gives Bananas an out. He says all he has to do is apologize for throwing the challenge and going against Team U.S., why didn't Bananas just apologize? Why was Bananas too good just, just to suck it up for Team U.S.? Because I'm thinking if Johnny says, you know what? I was really, really scared. The numbers are starting to stack up. I've gone, early, I've gone home early before, and it fucked me up. I'm not trying to have it again. These are why I made these moves. But we're truly going to be a team. I want to apologize for throwing the challenge. I want to apologize for being a dick. Let's get together and move it on. Maybe if he showed a bit more maturity and the leadership, he may not be in this position. As the bananas defender, as uh, people call me, I think it's a perfect way to explain it. You call it. yourself that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, people told me to call myself that, and that's what happened. 
if you look back into past seasons, the only really, really first time we see Bananas apologize on national TV is in the island. Other than that, any other incident where he was in the wrong, he took the apology off off TV, privately, man to man. Like for example, with Devin a few seasons ago, he did it even when Devin begged him on the reunion, didn't give up to him. An apology on camera isn't the same as an apology in person. If you're going to apologize, do it off camera, make it more meaningful. Do it on camera, people are going to say, oh, what he's doing for camera time, he's doing it for his ego. And he doesn't really owe Paulie an, an apology because, I mean, if we've seen what happened, I mean, that uh, the whole shake your hand, eye contact was all bullshit to begin with. I don't know. In the beginning, it seemed like Paulie was sincere. I mean, not really. I mean, this guy sold his family to lose a final last season. So, I mean, you really trust his word? I sent my no. family to, for a final. You know how much family I have? Well, I'm just so saying, <laughs> if someone's going to swear on their family, why would you just give them an apology, you know? So, like, I, I, if I was being honest, I wouldn't apologize either. Paulie's not owed anything from him. Tyler, do you feel like Bananas played this wrong? Well, I think he played to his character. Uh, he, stuck, <laughs> he stuck true to who he is on the show. You know, uh, he, Antonio, Antonio is right. You know, he doesn't really say apology. He doesn't really backtrack anything he says. Um, he says what he wants. He plays this role. And here's the thing. Sometimes in this game, you have to swallow your pride to get farther. I think he's been to the mountaintop so many times that he thinks that he can get to the top regardless. That he doesn't have he's, to he's do those himself, things. He said himself, I am the challenge. Yeah. And that's... That's that ego, man. That's that ego. Becky, chime in. Not name really anymore. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I really don't think he's the challenge as much now as just the running joke of the cursed, uh, the cursed ones. But I think at the end of the day, it's very true. He's not going to apologize. That's really not within the character he has decided to be on TV. All right, let's go ahead and move it to this daily. This one is going to be so sick. All right. Today's challenge is called Hooked. To begin, I'm gonna give you each a giant hook. When I say go, you're gonna race off this platform, take a leap of faith, and try and hook that hook onto a zip line. Yeah, then you're gonna ride that zip line as far as you can before falling into the water. Because if you miss, you're gonna hit the water a lot sooner than if you were to ride that zip line down, all right? So once you hit the water, you're going to swim around a buoy and back to a boat. Then, and only then, am I going to stop your time. At the end, we're going to add all of your times together. Then the team with the fastest time will win today's challenge. Losers are going to have to pick one guy to send into the elimination round. Got it? Okay, so during the swimming challenge, Team USA had a lot of good swimmers, a lot of bad swimmers. Uh, their top swimmers uh, were Jordan with three minutes and fifteen seconds, Polly with three minutes and seventeen seconds, and wait, hold on, wait, 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 hold on a second. How how far behind was Polly? Two seconds. Two seconds behind Jordan. Mm-hmm. Man, Jordan talks a lot of shit, but I mean, granted, he did get the W on this one, but not by that much. I mean, Jordan's Jordan's probably one of the top ten best swimmers ever on the challenge, and then number three. For Team USA was actually Johnny Bananas at a time of three minutes and twenty nine seconds, which is a, a big surprise actually. Um, and then the top female on Team USA uh, was actually Ashley, um, 
No, Tori. Tori with four minutes and 33 seconds. Man, that was the fastest time for the ladies? On Team USA. All right. What about UK? Team UK. So we don't, we don't, we don't know officially, but Bear swam faster than Leroy by like two minutes and 11 seconds. I'm going to assume his time was under four minutes. Um, as well, Joss had a time of three minutes and 44 seconds, which was really impressive considering the fact he struggled so long to get his carabiner off. And he still swam, he still swam that fast. Um, and then Jenny was the second fastest on Team UK uh, with a time of three minutes and 48 seconds. She was the fastest female and like the sixth or seventh fastest overall swimmer. You look at her though, she's a beast. Absolutely, absolutely. Becky, who do you think jumped out the most during this daily challenge to you? I love my baby Turbo. I really do. But he really flopped this whole challenge. I didn't realize he was such a bad swimmer. You know what? You said it right there. He flopped this whole challenge. And for this whole season, he really hasn't, hasn't really performed up to the standard that we believe it. So let me ask you a question. Is Turbo overrated? No, I don't think he is. Judging by this season. This season, I think he's doing what he needs to do to be a part of a team, which is support his team, get what he needs to get them by. I don't see him like I see him really excelling as in an individual, except for, of course, you know, when you look at it in the long run, this whole swimming challenge was really a big hurdle for him. But he's an individual challenger. I disagree. I think he looks lazy right now. It looks like he's not really trying. I just I think that he's just trying to be a part of the team and not stand out too much, which is very much how Turbo is. He's very laid back. He's very like in the shadows. He's a silent assassin. And he just, I think he's doing it for in the long run to get further in the game. All right, Tyler. I mean, I mean, I've, I've already said this, that, but right now it appears he is overrated. And I, when I listen to myself over every week and everything, um, I find out that I say it appears a lot and everything. Like I'm just a visual person, but um, he did finish eighth out of 13 on Team USA. So, I mean, I just think it's that we have been building him up as this unstoppable force for way too long, you know, these past three, four months that we expect him to have a top five finish. So, I mean, he still swam faster than five people on his own team. Granted, that includes Kara and Leroy, who are known bad swimmers. So due to the handshake deal between Paulie and Bananas, when it's time for the tribunal to get voted in, Jordan calls out Paulie. Paulie takes the rein, and he brings his girlfriend, Kara, and he brings Jordan with him to the tribunal. So they get to sit in on Team UK after getting the win. During the sit-down, Theo starts off with a seven-minute monologue of him just talking himself in circles, trying to keep his ass safe because he knows that he doesn't have the numbers. Him and Rogan get into it, and I think they both made some very good points. Theo still wants to bring up Rogan's miserable performance and vendettas, and Rogan basically calls him out for being a dick this whole time. Uh, who do you guys feel like got the better of that exchange? Who do you guys feel was more right or more wrong? Granted, Theo didn't want to go into elimination because no one does, but what's worse, Theo's braggadocio big-headedness and shit talking and shit talking or does rogan vendetta's performance is still following him uh bananas kick it off obviously i think rogan won the exchange because you know we've seen theo into elimination but i think if theo if it was a fair game put down the middle with numbers i think rogan will probably end up seeing elimination but fair enough becky um i mean i think at the end as much as I love Theo, he does put his foot in his mouth. 
I mean, we saw it last season. We saw it. We're seeing it this season. Um, and even if you watch his Love Island season, which is the UK thing. Which I he, did not. I did. I love Theo. But he <laughs> is, he's got a really big ego. He's got a really big mouth. He doesn't really care how he uses it. So I think that it gets him into trouble. Very similar to what's going on with Bear. All right, Tyler. Theo was 100% justified in what he said. And, and well, he, here's why. Here's why. And, and before I jump into this, I'm not going to talk too much on it. Rogan obviously won because Theo went into elimination. Theo was justified. <laughs> Theo even said, Rogan, you did really good today on the swim and everything, but you died on, but you died on Mount Gibraltar and everything. And he's not wrong. Who does he want in the final? A guy that is kind of good at physical dailies or a guy that can actually run long distance, which is what a final is going to be. I mean, if every final is going to keep getting harder and harder, I don't want Rogan around if he can't run. So Theo's justified in keeping the strongest for the final. It makes sense. He does put his foot in his mouth, but, you know, he's not wrong. It's just the wrong time to say things and the wrong people to say it to. Mm, I like that. I like that. All right. So Theo obviously loses that one. He's getting voted in. He lets the tribunal know. I was just gonna ask, like, to put me against either up to your choice, either CT. Yeah, I don't think he deserves to go to the final because he never makes up a choice. He just goes with whoever's strongest at the time. Or Idris, such a idiot. He's talking about them not getting it into his head. You know what I mean? Or even Rogan. I don't mind going against Rogan, but them two, the ones, like I said, who don't have a real reason to vote me in, apart from going with the numbers. All great choices. I'm glad that he's willing to go big. All is fair in Love War and Challenges. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. The cast heads out for club night, and we all know these club nights is really just for politicking over really, really loud music. And Cara is on a campaign. She knows that she has bananas on the ropes, and one of the first people she approaches is Josh. I've been doing challenges with Johnny for like 10 years. I trust you, I don't trust him. But the best thing to do is to work with each other because if we lose one more You number, turned on West for, say, for saying one thing about you. Do you know the years that Johnny has put me through? You are not, there, there is no comparison. I, Car is spewing all her hate towards bananas to me. I'm honestly just trying to do what's best for Team America. Her targeting one of our numbers does not help us in any way. The only name that I'm gonna say tomorrow is Johnny's for really? every reason. I didn't make that oh, deal with you guys last night. Don't carpet me. I need to have a little bit of Please. Josh, you I said what's his you. name, did you not? Yes. For your personal reasons, right? Yeah. I have mine. Anybody who is willing to sabotage a challenge, to throw their own teammates in for no reason, I've done nothing. Car has a lot of anger with Bananas. Bananas has a lot of anger with her. Man, like, when will it all be over? But in all honesty, I don't think that it'll ever be over. I think the beef will always be there. Car. You don't know what he's putting through. No, please don't do that. Please, 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 Kay. We're in the middle of a bar. Come on. You don't know what he's coming. Car, 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 and me and my car, relationship and everything. Of a, in the middle of a, I get it. I get it. 
Kara. 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 What did you say to her? Nothing. I've done nothing. She presses Josh. Josh made an emotional decision to get rid of Wes to protect himself. Carver brings up that her and Bananas have long history. Most of it bad. Um, a lot of people forget because it was so great to watch them work together. But most of that history is, is shit. They have a, a lot of wonderful moments. But those are only overshadowed by some of the worst moments of, of Carver's career. And she, and, and she leans on that, on trying to get Josh to get on board, which is like talking to a fucking brick or a piece of concrete or a lemon in the back of your fridge. <laughs> There you go. There you go. He's just a big old fruit head right there, man. Oh, but, Lord. But, but here goes a funny thing. Here goes a funny thing is, and, and, and I know a lot of you team car people aren't going like this. Uh, one, in my favorite moment, I mean, besides watching Banana's stupid face get bounced out early again, she leans, she cries. She really uses her charm to try to win over Josh, even though I don't think it really worked. But as she's leaving, she's breaking down at, at the mere thought of Team US not being able to be a team and work together. She looks at the camera and gives a fucking smirk. And this goes right along with the little eye looks that she was given during the tribunal. She is playing this game. Unfortunately for all the Cara naysayers when it comes to manipulation and playing the victim, this falls right in line. So the question that I ask you motherfuckers, fair or foul, is Cara wrong for diving in to all of the terrible things that people say about her and really doing those things. She did those things today. She fucking did. But she did it for the game. Fair or foul? Becky. Um, I honestly think at the end of the day, she learned something from Johnny Bananas. And that's all's fair in love war and challenges. Mind you, I am so going to steal that sound bite. That's going to be replacing Bananas in the beginning for the show. No. Yes, I love yes, it. Yes, queen. Yes. <laughs> yes. But at the end of the day, I think she is learning. And honestly, we can tell that those tears were fake. I could tell those tears were fake before she even started winking at the camera. So I think that she knows where her skill sets are, which is, you know, unfortunately, sometimes you're going to have to, you know, work with people's heads. People have messed with Kara's head for years. So I guess it's about time she started to use her own political prowess to get further in the game. So I give her props. It may not have been my favorite move that she's done, but I understand why she did it. And I think she did a good job. Bananas. Is it wrong for Kara to be everything that the haters say about her? Well, my opinion on Kara, you can, as you can, if you haven't really noticed, has been like a little shaky the last like two weeks. But, um, what really bothered me was how she kept saying, "How do you know how Banana has been treating me all these years? Did she is she like having like short term memory loss? Like did she not? Did she forget how Banana sent when did she forget how Banana sent the flowers when she was going through a really tough time? It was really fucking sweet. She didn't forget when he blew the fucking whole spot up with Thomas. And forget that shit. Thomas flowers. Thomas flower. Which one weighs more? Or the fact Which that he was, or the fact that he was rooting for Naya, oh, in, rooting for Naya. Uh, Naya and fire and free agents. That he was also the one that voted her in with a broken hand in free agents because he refused to back down to anybody else. He has been a shithead to her for years and trashed her on TV with Nani. That was just a couple of weeks ago. Right. Oh, and trashed her on Challenge Mania. 
Not to mention, <laughs> last week he was actively trying to get her booted. Yeah, he's foot. just a kind-hearted soul. Come on now. My bad. In, uh, please please continue. <laughs> okay, I will. So, all the facts you were saying happened in the past. It all happened between... Well, let me it was last week, dog. Okay, the other stuff you, you know said what happened a long time ago? Those fucking flowers. No, it happened less than a year ago. It happened on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, less than a year ago. Which yes. is about a year was ago. That, right was mad, that was mad long ago. Eight months ago, nine months ago. And how and how long was it when he was trying to get her bounced out? All okay, right, but my, my you realize, go, though, go. Do you think? their relationship grew a lot stronger between free agents and stuff like that in season, previous seasons. They only, they only became friends on Final Reckoning, which was out of sheer desperation because they were both backed into the corner. That's the only I mean, reason. I wouldn't send someone who's not my friend flowers. But at the end of the but, day, he knew that she's a number and will still continue to go after her. Let him do his thing. No. But <laughs> never, he never went after her during the times that they were friends. They had that one season? They, it was more than one. No, even Johnny said that they were not working in together until Final Reckoning. They never okay, worked they each other working after together, that. But they were friendly. They were friendly. Like, you can't just sit here they and were take cordial. For her. They were yeah. cordial. Okay, but now let me ask you a question. Did you see the, the relationship between Carmen Bananas, did it change drastically when Polly came back into the picture? Yes or no? Maybe because Bananas was trying to fuck her. Absolutely not. Hey, you say that. I know this firsthand. What, oh, b- what because he wasn't in the elevator with her? <laughs> Tyler, (laughs) you had a question, Tyler. (laughs) Okay, so essentially, Tyler, (laughs) it's it's not even it's question everything, but I don't think they ever were like had a really great relationship. I think it's always kind of been on the negative, but it's one of those situations when the lavender ladies were very prominent in the trilogy and everything. You know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. You know, I got to stick together. So I have numbers. That's the only reason realistically, because when I was watching it with my wife and everything, we thought it was very odd that car and bananas were now kind of working together, but we understood it's just, they have no other options. You know, you got to work with what you got and, uh, touching base on her fair or foul, which is where we were at and everything. Um, <laughs> um we got very distracted. Here's the thing. Yes, the overplayed quote of it's all fair in love, war, and challenges is, you know, by Jack. We, we play it at the beginning of every single show. <laughs> but, but, but here's, no, but here's, here's my point to it. Outside of that factor where everybody lives in. It's in the name of the I know, but I know, but what I'm trying to say is that. <laughs> I'm, what I'm trying to, here's what I'm trying to say. Outside of like every cast member trying to like live that motto ever since it's been said, which I'm not, it's, a, it's an amazing, it's an amazing quote and everything. I'm not against it, but I'm saying. If you take that quote, that one, that one time it was said and everything, and you look at it, we literally bash Josh for being emotional, for using his emotions in the game and everything, which in that sense makes it foul because Kara's is just doing what Josh is doing and we're hating on Josh. Why aren't we hating what Kara is doing? 
We've been, they've been hating on what Kara's doing. Don't act like it's like anything no. new that people are like, oh, but, she cries. No, oh, I'm she saying us. But that's I'm a valid us. point, though. When, when people defend Kara, it's because people are saying, oh, she's manipulative. She always plays victim. She's always crying. And here she is doing those things that we despise other challenges for doing. What people specifically despise her doing. And people defend her and people back her up. And here she is doing it. Now, granted, she is 100% aware she's doing it. And you could tell that she wants us to know that she's doing this for the sole fact of gameplay, but she is doing it. And was this any different from what Josh was doing a couple of weeks ago? Tyler. I, I don't know if it was different. I really don't know. I honestly think Josh, when he plays his emotion, emotional thing, he thinks he's playing a game to try and get people to feel sorry for him. Uh, two things I want to kind of touch on. I'm not ignoring what you're asking or anything, but two things that really stood out to me when she was going through this. I honestly think Josh was completely convinced that she was having a little bit of a mental breakdown and was upset and everything. Here's what's interesting. Polly didn't even stand up to go check on her, which should have been number one mm. telling you that she was mm. that she was faking it because they must have known God. if you watch that. Because Josh was like, no, I'll go talk to her. Second thing that really impressed me, did you guys notice that Ashley stood up for her and was like, what'd you do to her? Yeah. Which was pretty cool to see the fact that- That's the weirdest shit. That was pretty telling. No, but like, like we talked about this a couple weeks ago, like maybe they're going to work together. Polly talked to them both and everything. Ashley is different when she's not around her lavender ladies. And absolutely, I'm liking it a lot. It's, it's 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 a lot better to watch. Very good catch. Very good catch. So before we get to the proving ground, Pauly decides to have a meeting with Jordan and uh, Tori. I mean, for some reason, I really don't know why the number 18 is there at all. She's likable. She's likable. She's very likable. She has done nothing all season. She did well in this daily, but outside of that, she's been wallpaper. Um, for all those uh, extreme Twitter stands and everything, uh, Tori was Cam before Cam was cool. Just saying. Oh, God. And, and, and this is Tyler just saying, I want people to DM me telling me to die. No, no. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. That's having me plenty of time. Thanks for uh, going after the cam stands. Jesus. So, so anyway, Paulie decides to share with him that he is a little bit shaky, but he doesn't really give any indication that he's going to vote Johnny. Oh, he may ponder it, but, you know, Jordan thinks that him and Paulie are going to vote the same way. We get to the proven ground, and we see that that is not the case. Uh, you know, Jordan came with the, I mean, I'm sorry. Hey, don't forget how Jordan said he had no idea why Kara has a problem with him. Also in that conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even believe that. So, um, <laughs> Paulie hit everybody with the misdirect with the whole, Rogan, I'm voting in Johnny. Which, uh, yeah, okay. But, um, Paulie, Paulie. I love those. I love those misdirects. You know what? Those are way better than are you going to keep the money? I'll take those over that any day of the week. <laughs> but once again, Paulie had made a promise. He looked Johnny in the eyes. He shook his hand and he stabbed him in the fucking back and put him in against the number two guy last season. And he went against Team US. He lied. He broke a promise. Johnny isn't on. Johnny isn't on Paulie's side. They're not. They're kind of cordial. They're hot and cold. But Pauly definitely doesn't owe him anything. Fair or foul? Was Pauly foul for betraying bananas in Team US? Antonio? Foul. Because let me just explain. So, if we've seen this episode, you've seen Kara and Pauly kept saying, oh, bananas backstabbed so many people. But in reality, he hasn't. Oh, well, but if you keep saying. Wait, 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 wait. Real uh, quick, real quick. 
Paula. Okay. No. She made it to the final. Okay. That was also oh, over. Oh, she wasn't supposed ago. to be in the blue boat. Come on, fam. You're not going to sleep that. Okay. <laughs> okay. But what does Paula have to do with Kara and Paula? There's also Dunbar. And when. <laughs> that's right. two people. That's Hold two on people now. in one season. Okay. Over a decade ago. In the last. And? In the last. In the last 10 seasons, let's just say. Sarah. Who, who do you backstab? Right. Sarah, he took her money. Let me phrase a question. Let me... <laughs> Go again. Who did Vanessa backstab that, that didn't already cross him? I made this tweet up before. No one answered Camilla. It. Um, he woke Tony up to wake him up, and they both ended up getting kicked out. Okay, that's not his fault. He went and got Tony. What? Because his partner. And what? do you realize it, though? But even though I don't think so, Vanessa apologized to Tony. Yeah, you should have. Should have let Tony's drunk ass stay asleep. All right, well. Fair foul. Back to what I was saying. For someone that kept making digs at Johnny for doing that, if you're going to go ahead and do it yourself, does that make you a better person? No. You're doing the same shit. Paulie pretty much brought Big Brother into the challenge house by shaking someone's hand, and then same episode, saying, you know what? Yeah, go fuck yourself. Go into the you're getting evicted. That's what pretty much Paulie did. So, yeah, it's foul. All right, Becky, fair foul. I think it's very fair. I think that he did what Johnny did to Wes. He took him out before he could come after him. At the end of the day, Polly knew that he would be on the chopping block immediately the next time the mail day came up, no matter what happens. But Polly shook his hand, said, if you vote yep. me in the tribunal, you will be safe. And he was voted in the tribunal with the intention that he would be safe. Is it still fair? He shook Josh's hand, and then he hugged Bananas. We never actually saw a handshake between the two. I didn't see it. No, but he, he shook Josh's hand with the intention of saving Bananas. I, I agree with Bananas on one. The hug there, and he did say, you, he, he did bananas say, Bananas, safe. you're safe. He said it. At the end of the day, he knew no matter what happens, that Bananas was not going to have his back. Period. I'm sorry. That wasn't part of the deal. At the end of that the day, I don't care. Children, deal, children, 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 children. Was Paulie in on it from the beginning? Tyler, fair or foul, and did Paulie know that Bananas was going in this whole time? So, completely fair. Uh, it's, it's a simple move, you know. He made Bananas look like a rookie. He, you mm. know, bana Bananas... Oh. But, no, but, but, no, but, here, but here's, here's why, though. Bananas completely agreed to give up control to somebody that was against him in this game, that was against him in the last game, that they've had beef with between the games. He gave up control if they won, knowing that he could go in. Uh, it was completely fair. Uh, and before anybody jumps in and everything, um, I was thinking about this all episode, and it finally came true. Banana should have seen this coming. He should have seen this coming because, you know, when we're all kids and we're younger, you know, what's that one book that we all have to read and everything? It's called Old Yeller, you know, where you make the dog feel really comfortable. And here's what he did. Anyways, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He made the old dog feel comfortable for the entire day before he took him out back and ended his season. Yo, That's what Paulie man. did. He, Never made, read that book. he made him feel real nice. Hey, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. See you later. It was nice knowing you. You're 100% right. He should have seen it coming because Paulie <laughs> did this before. Tyler, real quick. Um, what you said about uh, Bananas giving up to Paulie. Bananas didn't agree to anything. Paulie, like you said before, Paulie took Josh's hand. So basically, Paulie sucked Josh in, not Bananas. Bananas, in his head, he wanted Josh to have the power regardless. But Paulie fooled Josh. Paulie told Josh, saying, shake my hand. No one from Team US will go in. 
didn't tell Bananas specifically saying, shake my hand. He told Josh. And Josh was the one that said, you know what? Fine. I won't campaign for myself. Holy, it's all yours. So he didn't really pick Bananas. Bananas had no say whatsoever what was going on. It all came into the hands of Josh. It wasn't really Holy versus Bananas. It was really Holy going against what he said to Josh. He, he, he did not fight for the power, though. He relinquished the power. He didn't fight for Josh did. No, but 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 Josh is only Bananas little boy. Like he's just getting raised by Bananas. Yeah, That's all he's doing. Bananas ma- Bananas makes the calls. If Bananas wanted to stir up some controversy and fight for it, he could have fought for that. And he would have had Zach on his side, Josh on his side, Nani, Leroy, Jordan, Tory. He would have had seven people voting for him out of 13. But But here's the thing though. Josh is He's more capable of getting more votes than Johnny is because in this house, I feel like Josh can get more numbers. No, no, because Josh, Josh is still a middle, Josh is still a middleman, so he can draw numbers from both sides. Bananas can only get numbers from his side. They wanted, they wanted Josh to be in the tribunal mostly because he's easy to manipulate. He's easy to push to one side. Why do you think they're like, oh my God, let's put Josh in. Otherwise, Johnny would have jumped up and be like, I want to be in. 100% 100% correct, and that way Josh can take the heat. Let me tell you the problem with Bananas. Bananas has become too comfortable with losing. He's okay with losing, and Paulie said it best. You can look at you see it in his eyes. He don't want it no more. He don't have what it takes anymore. He's still good. He's still going to be one of the best. Nobody is probably ever going to catch up to the amount of hardware that he has, and it's okay. He's Michael Jordan on the Wizards. He's just playing the game. He comes in. <laughs> he comes in. He gets his little paycheck. He talks his shit, makes his little jokes, then he goes home to his big house and he goes back to NBC to go do his thing. I'd love to see him in a challenge. I don't want him going anywhere, but let me tell you something. Don't expect to see bananas in the final anytime soon. Let's go ahead and move to the proven ground. Did you have something to say, Tyler? Did you say something about losing us? Oh, no, 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 no. He was just agreeing with me. He knows I'm right. <laughs> I really I really want to say a basketball comparison for Johnny Bananas that would be really controversy and piss everybody off. Not not to be rude, but like Johnny Bananas at this point is more like Robert Ori Hori than Michael Jordan. Like he has a lot of championships because of all of his friends. Like if he mm. wasn't aligned with all those guys in the beginning, he would never have all these championships. You could choke three you could choke three up for those. Ooh, that's the T. That's the T. All is fair in Love War and Challenges. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Carmaria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's Most Dangerous Podcast. But let's go ahead and move on to the proven ground. Okay. Bananas get fucked up. Now we're done with the proven ground. <laughs> you better not beat that shit out either. That better stay in. <laughs> okay. Oh so, my god. So Bananas loss was a little bit more complicated than that. He started off slow, <clears throat> really, really began to struggle, but then he caught up. He caught up and he started getting the lead on Theo, but one wrong mistake. I mean, really, he was only maybe two or three box rows. It was really, really close. And you know what? He just fucked up. A dumb mistake is why he lost it. Sad to see a legend go. At least it was not as early as it was last season. And 
That's going to be the end of Johnny Bananas and War of the Worlds 2. His, uh, the curse, curse lives on. Jeremy Carroll was right. She was right yeah. the whole time. She called it. Uh, oh, this is a mission. So, uh, it was terrible. You know, I feel like, you know, I could be a really good fortune teller if I'm reading off lottery tickets from three years ago. Like, I don't like that, that she, that she calls this. I don't like that. Sorry, that's just me. She's an idiot. She, she has to win one for herself before she can mock people for not winning. That's all I got to say about that. But this elimination really fucking sucked. I mean, it was really just a mistake. Again, attention to detail comes back to bite someone in the ass. Crazy part is he still almost won even with that mistake. Almost. Almost isn't was, a win. What, two turns away? That's what I'm saying. But he had such a great lead. That's why actually bothers me that's the most so cute. about this. Tyler raising his hand. Trying to get called on. Let me tell you something, man. You just gotta get, you just gotta get louder. You just gotta talk louder than the person who's currently talking. You have an Italian and a Mexican on this. You have to scream to be heard. Yeah, like I, I don't know what to shut up. I'm only raising my hand because this is Antonio's, you know, favorite cast member and everything. So I'm, I'm wanting him to be able to talk about this as much as possible. Is what I'm, I'm being nice about this. Not me. This is Antonio's worst episode ever. Like, you thought last season was tough. Like, this one is way tougher. We've been no, fucking, it's just the way he we've been it's fucking just you up for two podcasts right now. <laughs> so one hell of an episode. Another legend goes home. That's three in a row for Team US. But it's time to move on to our episode MVP. One male, one female. Who won the episode? Becky, kick it off. Oh, I'm going to probably do what everybody expects me to do. I'm going to pick Kara uh, for pulling out the funniest overall vote. And she stuck to it. She everybody asked her and she said straight out, I'm going to vote in Johnny Bananas and nobody's going to change my mind. Uh, She worked her political game using, you know, fake tears and a little bit of manipulation as Finally, she's kind of learned how to use it properly. Uh, and I got to give it to King Polly, who kept his vote really under wraps, really kind of confused everybody and thought that they were going to choose, thought he was going to choose who they wanted. And at the end of the day, he still got who he wanted in and sent home. All right. Bananas. Females, I'm going to go strictly based on the competition. And I'm going to give it to Jenny. She killed it. I mean, she had the fastest time. The females and honestly especially for a rookie where we, we haven't seen much and during a swimming challenge where i feel like it means a lot now in these, in these challenges don't get do really great in that i'll give her a prop that's no 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 and, don't give her props that's bullshit she won the daily she didn't win this episode yeah she she did really good yeah. in the daily and we didn't see her for 35 minutes <laughs> but you know go off young sir who else do i'm gonna give it to i'm not gonna give it a car while i firmly believe is gonna ruin herself in the game because of if history repeats itself in the course of this challenge, uh-huh. her and Polly are next. Yeah, but if history repeats itself over the course of the last six years, we should expect her in the final. Who, who do you got for guys? Uh, it's not six years. It's uh, six finals. Oh, five finals. Sorry. Um, for guys, <laughs> I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Theo. I feel like he had a great episode overall. He struggled with the competition, but I feel like even though Team UK and him are on the best of terms, he took out a six-time champ. I mean, given Banana's elimination record isn't the best, but beating him, it's still a great accomplishment. It's still a great thing to put on your resume, especially in the challenge house. So for Theo to do that and to come from behind, kept this cool, I'll give it to Theo. You know what? It really isn't. 
because everybody beats bananas. That's like one of your fucking rights that you have to pass is beating bananas in elimination, sending them home. And you know what? Oh, the way, and, and also, he gets no props for beating bananas because you know what that is? That's fucking Larry Holmes beating up Muhammad Ali. He's already a dead fucking stick beating a dead horse. I mean, Ain't get no props bananas for Bananas did beat CT. Bananas beat CT once, Even though. a broke clock is right twice a day. Tyler. He, bananas beat CT in a puzzle. Yeah, but you said that's in the past. Why do we keep bringing up the past? Let's keep it moving. Antonio. Why'd you say that? I was going to talk about the past. Wes actually did beat Johnny Bananas blindfolded. So, I mean. Yes, he did. You know. All right. Okay. That was. <laughs> Anyways. A... Anyways. Right, so, we're kind of bad then. Bananas is seven wins. <laughs> Anyways, here's, here's the thing. Um, I am not going to give an MB- MVP because my two MVPs are the exact same as Antonio. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say the not MVPs, the farthest from it, that should never even be in contention for this. The LVP, least valuable player. Ninja and Turbo, two of the most underperforming competitors of today's episode they both were just a bunch of turds in a toilet today on the episode they they literally were floating around in circles taking their time i was mad because my out of shape ass could have outswam them twice on sundays even i could have went backwards the entire time and, and outswam them all right guys before we get out of here tata Lada provides us with the power rankings why don't you run us through the top 10 real quick for anybody who missed a hit list, which was nobody, because I know you all was watching. <laughs> so Tyler has to go through the abuse twice with me? Damn, man. I feel bad for you, Tyler. All right. St- starting at number 10, we got Zach moving up a spot. Number nine, we have Rogan moving up seven. At number eight, we have Kyle dropping a couple spots. CT moves up one to number seven. Jordan takes a huge leap to number six. Kara moves up to number five. Georgia falls down to number four. Bear falls down to number two, Theo uh, number three, and then Theo moves up to number two, and then Polly, our biggest riser of the week, jumps all the way up to number one. Cora at number five is a fucking travesty. Travesty. <laughs> yeah, she should be she lower. She ran this whole entire game. She ran up, this whole episode was all Cora based. She got the most TV time. Everything she wanted to happen happened. She was in the tribunal along with her her wonderfully good looking man, Polly the new ever of the challenge. Her at number five is complete bullshit. So I think you, I think you should, I think we should talk about your drinking problem. <laughs> oh my God. Becky. That's what, terrible. Becky, what's your biggest beef with this power ranking? I mean, I agree. I think Kara really played an incredible political game was with the drama and she was very well seen and known. I think she should be at least a number two or a number three spot. I think Polly is properly placed as number one because he really did make that big power move because he could have voted a different direction, but he did kind of move forward with it. So, I mean, otherwise I think everybody is kind of properly placed. I don't know about Georgia. Like, why do you have Georgia at number three? Like, what did she even do this episode? Nothing. Besides stand there and look pretty. Like, she did look very pretty today, but she didn't do nothing else. Exactly. Bananas. The fuck is wrong with this list? Um, I mean, I think I pretty much said it during the hit list, so why we have to repeat it again? I wasn't listening. Just, ah. just, oh, just okay. Kidding. Well, just I, a quick thirty-second rundown. All right. Um, I think the two biggest things is, I think. Uh, Paulie should be in the top five, but I wouldn't say number one. I think Jordan should be number one because I think he is the best player on Team US right now. And I don't really think 
Carl should be in the top five. She, top ten, yes. Top five, no. I just don't think she really... I mean, yes, she had a great episode, but if we're looking at it as power rankings, I believe power rankings should also have an insight on what's to come, because that's what Tyler said in the past. And if what I believe, I'm not basing off what, what I um, know what's going to happen, but I'm saying if the history of the, if the course of the season is going to ride how it has the last three episodes, I think Kara's next and then goes Polly because look at it, whoever tries to make a power move, they're gone the next week. You saw Wes, you saw Laurel, you saw Bananas. The next two that made power moves were Polly and Kara. So if they're next, I would not be surprised. Um, well, I don't think anything's wrong with this top 10. <laughs> no, just kidding. Defend just kidding. yourself. All right, so let's defend. So let's start with Kara. Um, you're right. Everything you said about Kara was right, Malik. You know, for the first time in these power rankings, you're speaking a lot of sense here to me and everything. But then, but then after you remove all the makeup off of the situation of camera time, interviews, drama, setting in bananas, she was the 19th fastest swimmer out of 26 swimmers. I mean, that's bottom tier swimming, which is why she doesn't move higher than number five. That's it. Everything else propels her there. But what keeps her out of moving higher is that poor swimming time. So Georgia, uh, Georgia fell down a little bit. But here's here's the biggest thing. Georgia's alliance is Bear and Theo. That's, we've, we've all known this and everything. And in the past couple weeks those two guys have won an elimination they have momentum on their side georgia's won an elimination even though their alliance is kind of you know out of numbers they are the strongest players on team uk and she keeps her spot there because her alliance did well in this episode um by sending home johnny bananas and let's touch base on Polly uh for antonio and everything Polly dictated this entire episode i kind of said this stuff earlier you know he took the control from all of team usa he made the play. I think he knew what he was doing the entire time and Johnny was going in no matter what. And when nobody on Team USA was going to fight him over having power and then they won. And on top of that, he was only two seconds slower than Jordan. So, I mean, the two second difference is unlatching your harness faster. So that's why Polly's number one. Can't argue with that. All right, guys, make sure you visit shop.lovewarchallenges.com for all of your hit lists, love war challenges and general challenge gear. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Make sure you guys check out the hit list. Bananas, close us out. Another great episode, Podstars. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Also, check out our website, lovewarchallenges.com. Make sure while you listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio to give, to give us those five stars. Give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, Pot Thurs. Peace. Peace.